World has always been an important organization for Whitman, and the outdoors programs allow students to bond more closely together. This October, Wood hosted October Outdoor Orientation, an outdoor program open only to first-year students. In this episode, we invite the Wood director and Wood coordinator to talk about how Wood is run and their respective experience with Wood. And what's more, we also invite some students who participate in the October outdoor orientation. They will going to share their experience. The first person we invite is Stuart Chaping. He is the assistant instructor of outdoor program, and he will introduce how the wood round and how they choose the different kind of activities. My name is Stuart Chaping. I'm the assistant director of the outdoor program. I use he/him pronouns. My principal responsibility in the outdoor program is to run the trips program, as well as to teach as an adjunct instructor、uh, some of the SSRA courses that we offer. Okay, so like. Like the rafting courses is it's like、yep. included in the woods, right? Yep, that's、uh, me. Oh, okay. So, like, I have one question: is that I heard that the name of wood is already changed, right? Used to be scramble. Yep,、uh, the scrambles program had a forty. To forty-three year history and was a program that happened before orientation for first-year students in August. Oh, so like you know, we we don't change the name; we just have two different part, right? Well, so it, so scrambles was ended during COVID, and so it was a different program than Woots is, with overlapping、uh, intention and goals. Woots stands for Whitman Outdoor Orientation Trips, and those are for first-year students to go out and spend some time in the wilderness. With fellow classmates, with the intent of having time to get to know each other and build、uh, friendships and bonds. What what kind of principles you will follow when you choose the outdoor program? Like because I take some some of the outdoor programs, hiking and like to kayaking, re,、uh, like rafting, something like that. So like, why you choose some kind of activity like that, or like what's your like when you decide which kind of activity you would organize? Like what's your principles, or do you have any thoughts about that? Well, so are you asking? Programmatically, why we choose、yeah. the activities that we choose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so、um, the activities that we run、mm-hmm. um, are chosen based on a variety of things. One, I would say, is that students want to do them, right? That、mm-hmm. they're that they're interesting to some subset of students. Two, that we can. Have、uh, student leaders who can lead them, lead, yeah.、Uh, either through some training or because they're、uh, straightforward activities that the students already know how to do. And three, that they utilize the、uh, spaces that we have around the region and take advantage of the Pacific Northwest location that we're in. You mentioned about the trainers, like the leaders. Are they going to take some exams, like if they want to be the leader of orientation? That's a great question. So we run a variety of different ways that students can learn how to do things. For example, we offer two different kinds of medical training certifications through the program. One is a wilderness first responder, which is a ten-day course. That people can register for through class registration in the spring, and then we also run a, a wilderness advanced first aid, which is a shorter course. It's a three-day course. 
And so both of those are trainings that, that we offer. Some students take those with us. Some students come to Whitman already having done some training. And some students get that training outside of Whitman. The, the minimum that we ask for is a basic CPR and first aid training, which is a one-day course. Students who do more training are going to have a higher level of skills and will bring some more value. And so when we recruit and uh, assign students to various trips, we try to get those higher level certifications dispersed out onto various trips and they would have some advantage in the selection process. We also run SSRA courses in rafting and in backpacking called outdoor leadership and in sea kayaking and canoeing and in climbing. And those courses, those leadership courses, can take a student who has a minimum amount of experience in that area and bring them up to speed to be able to lead those trips. And so once again, those students will have some advantage in the selection process for various kinds of trips. Some of our trips, we require that they have that training. So for example, to lead a climbing training or to lead a climbing Woot, they would need to have taken the climbing wall instructor course and an additional outdoor climber training. And in order for them to finish those courses and pass, they do have to show proficiency in specific skills. Got it. So like actually it's a like long process, right? Because we have lots of different kinds of students. Like maybe some of them are already take courses outside outside of Ottawa, but some of them are just like need to train in Whitman, so yeah. The outside of Whitman trainings can be somewhat more expensive, and so we want to be mindful that there is no type of leader area that we don't offer a full training for. So say kayak instructors, we don't don't hire just people who got some kind of outside of Whitman training. We, We can offer that training from never been kayaking before to beginner to intermediate to advanced to kayak instructor. And so there is no activity that we lead that somebody couldn't start as a beginner and elevate themselves through practice to being able to teach those. I've seen the kayaking course in the syllabus, like when we choose the course. So any students, like if they want to take part in the wood, like if they want to lead the kayaking course uh, activity, so like if they take the kayaking course so they can register it. Yeah, and different activities require more uh-huh. practice yeah. than others, right? Yeah. So somebody might be able to take wilderness first aid or wilderness first responder course and the outdoor leadership course and be ready to lead backpacking, having really no skills prior to that. Whereas maybe whitewater kayaking is a skill set that requires a little more practice. And mm-hmm. so somebody might take a beginner kayak course and an intermediate kayak course and then go on some club trips to gain the practice that they need before they take the advanced kayak course and instructor certification course and then a first aid course. So, you know, different areas are going to require different amounts of Mm -hmm. specific skills. Yeah, definitely. Okay, like, thanks for, like, interviewing with me. And I think your responding gave us lots of information about wood and to let students to get to know more about, like, how wood wrong. And if they want to be the leader, like, they will know what things they will do. Yeah. Can I add a couple of statements to, oh, the, of course. to the record? Of course. So one is that Woots is currently happening over fall break. And that time 
is a harder time for us to run an orientation program mm. than in August, mostly because student leaders are hesitant to commit that much time and energy in the middle of the semester. And so Woots is a much smaller program than Scrambles used to be, mostly because we have less students who are willing to run them. If people are curious about like why is it hard to get onto a Woot, it's because it's hard for leaders to lead them and so they don't volunteer. I just want to kind of clarify that point because I think you know some people were a little disappointed that they probably didn't get a spot on a Woot. The other thing that I wanted to point out is that orientation through outdoor trips is a particularly powerful way to get to know people because people are spending four days together nonstop. Mm -hmm. with an activity that they have to work together on. And specifically, they're in a place where there is no cell phone coverage, no social media, no Spotify. And so they tend to have less distraction in spending the time and energy to have a conversation with somebody else and get to know them personally. And so wilderness orientations are not the only way to do introductions, but they're a really powerful way to we have hope that, that we will be headed toward some kind of program in August. It, it will be different from what Scrambles used to be, um, mm -hmm. and we have yet to get a final plan on that, but that's, that's our hope, is that we will move back toward a, a wilderness orientation program that happens in August for students. The next person we invite is Ella. She is one of the coordinator in the woods and she will introduce what is her principal jobs and what's her experience in wood and outdoor program. So I'm Ella and I'm a senior psychology major and I am one of the WOOT coordinators along with Tanner Fillion and we were in charge of basically organizing all of the trips and making sure that they had all the information needed before they went out and we organized nine trips this semester and all of them seemed to go pretty successfully so <laughs> that was good we had five backpacking trips a car camping trip a rafting trip and then two climbing okay so like you, you mentioned about like totally different kinds of the activities mm -hmm. you organized so could you please like talk about like how they're different like like because about the preparing stuff like what's mm -hmm. the difference between them and like what's the most difficult part yeah definitely i just like personally i've had a lot of experience with backpacking and reading maps and stuff like that so doing like getting the maps and writing like the backpacking groups was a little bit easier for me and we also have like a super strong like rafting program so those people um, met actually with Stuart who's a person involved in OP and they talked to him about the rafting stuff so Tanner and I mostly were on the organization front of things so we prepped backpacking some car camping and that was pretty much what we prepped Stuart prepped the rafting and Brian prepped the climbing groups because he like those two are have like specializations in those things our job was kind of make sure they had all the information all the maps group gear was kind of on leash but also we need to make sure that they all had all the gear and stuff that they needed so we had to double check that and organizing like vehicles like sending emails to the participants making sure all the trips were filled so like all the stuff is you're going to prepare like the food like the drink you're going to prepare that yeah 
yeah so we last year i led a woot and so we kind of were trying to change it up a little bit last year all the leaders had to buy the food for their own trips so they were in charge of it this year we tried to kind of like standardize the process so tana and i created a menu and then brian went and like purchased some of the food and we also purchased some of the food um and then we put it all in one room gave all the trips like the amount of like the pounds and what a what kind of meals that they'd be making and they packaged all their food and that was kind of how it worked good like uh one more question is about the budget you mentioned about kayaking and backpacking and climbing something so you are like have the same amount of money or like some activities will spend more money yeah so they either the trips either got just like some extra money for gas and or like extra food in case yeah. there was like special dietary needs but also like rafting and car camping and climbing they didn't have to like carry their food on their back so they were able to like get a little bit more money to spend on like fresh produce and stuff that they could like actually keep in a cooler like milk instead of like powdered milk or like stuff like that so yeah the budget was a little bit different for all the trips but we kind of tried to make sure that they all got enough money are you going to lead some activities or just you are going you or you are just prepared for the stuff yeah so i have led for the op mm -hmm. for the past couple years actually so i've been i've led led trips for them this semester i didn't just because it was a lot of um work but i probably will next semester so what would you think is the most most different between preparing stuff and lead the trip to the outside yeah i think that it gives me a lot of appreciation mm -hmm. for lucy and brian and stewart who like are behind the scenes and need to like do all this preparation in order for these trips to succeed and just leading the trip you don't really know how much work yeah. goes into making those trips happen so i think it just gives me a lot of appreciation for the people who run the outdoor program and yeah i'm really grateful that that i got to see both sides so could you please share share with us about your like you think the most interesting trip like you lead or like the most difficult trip like something difficult or interesting things happen yeah the best trip that i've led for the op i've had two trips that have been my favorites one was a canoeing trip that was just like a day trip uh and we had a ton of fun it was super windy so <laughs> the boats were like kind of spinning around but everyone was like just had such a positive attitude and it turned out to be a great trip and i'm still friends with some people who who were on that trip and then the other trip that i had already mentioned was we spent 10 days in canyon lands in utah backpacking we actually all became super close on that trip mm -hmm. um and definitely had some fun memories like Stuart, like mentioned before like he said the outdoor program it's uh definitely a good way for guys to like get interactions with each other no definitely i think i know i definitely wouldn't have met some of the people that i'm now friends with if mm. i hadn't led yeah. or even like gone on an outdoor trip like i've done like some climbing trips like i've been a participant on like climbing trips and some other stuff um and i've met like a lot of cool people that i think i would have never known without yeah. without like having the opportunity to either lead or like participate in outdoor trips it's just like such a different setting mm -hmm. than daily life and i don't know i think out that being outdoors and being like vulnerable especially like going backpacking and it just like allows space for you to get to know people better without like the distractions of yeah. everyday life 
I know some first year students and they don't know about Word, so I, I hope like your 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 share sharing will allow them to get involved in Word. And I hope I hope it continues. I we used to have the Scramble program. Oh yeah,、um, which was a really really cool program. But I hope that there is something that continues in the outdoor program to like welcome first year students to campus because I feel like we always stay in this bubble. It's hard to to like get out,、um, and it just allows you to know that there's places around here that are like absolutely gorgeous、mm. and are only like a couple hours away. So if you ever find a vehicle, you can <laughs> you can maybe get out and do something new. The next person we invite is Marimo. She is an international student, and she lead the word program sometimes. And she will share with her experience and the most difficult part of his trip, and what is the difference between the participating person and the leaders. My name is Meharimo, and I'm an international student from Tajikistan, Central Asia, and I am a first year, second semester student at Whitman. First of all, maybe you can introduce your experience, like you led the outdoor orientation. When when I was in high school, I did a lot of biking trips, and I led a lot of. I was、um, in charge of the outdoor orientation, well, outdoor program cycling club. So I did a lot of cycling and a lot of backpacking too, and hiking as well. So I thought, you know, why not do it at Whitman too? So、um, last semester, I mainly just you know signed up for trips by Compass, and the fact that Whitman called the other program has the BCOF fund, I think is really amazing because、um, some of them can be expensive for some people to afford. Yeah, and just like having that amount of money just. There for you to use for free trips is really awesome, and this semester I decided to do to LIT like get trainings for how to lead OP trips and、mm-hmm. also sign up to be the wood leader and I led the backpacking trip this October break from Granite to North Fork John Day. So maybe like. Talk more about the, the trips. Yeah, I personally think it's it's like just the idea of wood for the first year students is really great to like help them meet new people and make new friends.、Um, I think it's honestly one of the best ways to like really bond with people. Being out there, it's not always comfortable.、Um, you are stepping out of your comfort zone, and if you're like going on trip for. Few days, which what what wood was for four days, and so for four days you're with the same people all the time, right? And there's no, you know, you can't really just pull up some homework and do homework in the forest, or you can take your phone and like entertain yourself on social media or like chat with your friends you normally chat with because there's there's not that available. So you are there for the people all the time. And you know you have to socialize. There's a lot of collaborative work and teamwork involved when you're out there, which I think is the best way to make friends and to make like really to build strong bonds between people. Yeah. So it was really great for me. I have wood was the first trip I really really led. Like. Of course, I had like other leaders、mm-hmm. to help me with, but it was I was really overwhelmed and I was anxious before the trip. I was like, you know, like 
you know, I'm not, I'm not an expert in backpacking. You know, I, what if things go wrong or what if somebody hurts? And of course, I know the concepts and I know the ideas and I've done the course. It was certainly very overwhelming in the beginning, but you know, it, I just went with the flow and it turned out great. And it was, it was a learning experience. I really liked it. I got really close to some of the leaders I led the trip with and the students too. I could like tell how the last two days everyone was really comfortable with each other and everybody was sharing experiences, laughing at each other's jokes, telling stories of themselves and like making these really beautiful connections with one another. What do you think is the like the most difficult part, whatever for the preparation or like and the trip? I would mm, the most difficult part. I guess the wood trip happens like during when you have your midterms. Oh. So it's like you know you have so much schoolwork and you know you have so many other things and then there's like wood and you know you 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 just need to be committed to it and then being all on the same page mm-hmm. with the other leaders. You're not doing this alone, and there were certainly things that. Not all of us like agreed on this collaboration, this teamwork, understanding. I wouldn't say the most challenging part, but it, it's certainly the most effective, and it takes time mm-hmm. to build that. And I would say just being comfortable too. For me, I am I'm a BIPOC student. I am not. I come from Tajikistan. I'm an international student. Not very well represented in the outer world, just in general in the world. Like it's not very well recognized. You know, you need a certain amount of confidence to just go in and dive into something big as you know, leading an outdoor trip, and then being confident and comfortable is something that takes time and practice. Last person we invite is Haley. She will share her experience is specifically in the climbing, and she will show her enthusiastic about climbing the sports. I'm Haley. I'm a sophomore from Austin, Texas, and I came to Whitman for the climbing team and outdoor program. So it was like really cool for me to be able to lead a trip. I was a woot leader. Okay, could you please share us about your experience of woot leader? It was really cool. It was my first time leading a trip. We went to Smith Rock. We got to do lots of climbing, which was really fun for me because I had been climbing for a really long time, and I just love being on the wall and sharing climbing. And I was able to do that with a bunch of first years, and it's been really special too because I work at the climbing gym and I've seen a lot of them at the climbing. Gym now, and I can be like, oh my gosh, hi, like, how are you doing? And catch up with them. And what do you think is the most、uh, different between like you were just participating in the climbing activities, or and between the like you lead a trip? So what is the difference between those two? Between like participating and leading? Yeah. Um, I feel like you get to climb a lot more when you're participating, and I wish I got to climb more, but. It's also like sharing that. Just trying to wrap my head around it. <laughs> like I've been a participant for a long time in different climbing trips outdoors, and since this was my first time leading, I don't know how to like really compare them. What do you think is the most difficult part for you to participating or leading? Like, do you think any challenges you face? 
I think it's stressful to lead because if someone gets hurt, it's kind of on you. And there's more of like a responsibility in leading, but it's also really rewarding to be able to like lead and like see everybody grow kind of and grow together. But yeah, there is a lot of responsibility in it and kind of always having to be on your feet in case something happens. But thankfully we didn't have any big things happen. I think the biggest thing was like seeing a rattlesnake and I am terrified of snakes and I got so scared. And the participants actually <laughs> helped me get past the snake. Are there anything else, like whatever you want to say about climbing, like anything you want to share? I absolutely love it. It's such a big part of who I am and it's a really special community too. Like I've always really loved the climbing community. Like everyone's really supportive. You're like encouraging everybody. I love it so much. I don't know what my life would be like without me. Some students, four day break means a trip back home to see friends and family, camping with the outdoor program, or just a chance to eat at a Walla Walla. Not everyone travels for four day, however. I talked to Goldie Cameron, first year about her experience staying on campus for four days. Hi, I'm Goldie Cameron. I use she, they pronouns. I'm a first year here at Whitman. All right, so Goldie, you did not go out of town for four days, correct? I did not. I stayed in the line. I'm just All in right. a dorm. And uh, where are you from originally? I from? am from Seattle, Washington. Uh, lovely, you know, lovely city. Uh -huh. Only a five-hour drive away. I figured I, put, I could probably go back, but I just, like, I don't know. I didn't. All right, didn't yeah. To. And uh, so did the school or, like, your dorm put on any, like, specific events during four-day for the people that didn't go? Or at least that you knew of? <laughs> I did not know of any events. Okay, I, totally. I know that there were some parties on, like, the house block. But sure. I didn't go to any of those. Sure. I just kind of stayed at home and chilled. Mm, gotcha. Were there a lot of people in Lyman that didn't go home? I would say like a good, yeah, a, a very good chunk of okay. like my friends were yeah. still in Lyman. What was what was campus like when most people were gone? It was so weird. There was uh, no one here. Yeah. Uh, I could walk out onto Ankeny literally any day, and there'd be anywhere between zero and one person yeah. other than me walking. Uh, did you like that at all, or were you kind of missing having all the excitement of it? I think it was very calm, and it was very much. It made it feel more like a break. Totally. Because yeah. there was just actually no one here do you wish that there were any like school or like like res life events that happened for you to go to or were you fine just kind of hanging out just hanging out was fun but i feel like i would i it would be more fun if there were a few res life events or something totally like uh i don't know like pool games yeah I don't know. yeah just, something just simple something to go to something yeah, to look something. forward to at the end of the day do you envision yourself staying in town for four day in the future or do you think you'll go home or try and go somewhere else i actually have a very specific plan gotcha. for next year's gotcha. four, uh, you four love day. To hear it. i'm gonna go my friend goes to read i'm just uh. gonna go show up there because their four days is a different week uh. so i'm just gonna show up there take classes for like be there <laughs> uh -huh. and say i'm a transfer student and then just disappear yeah. after the end of the weekend because I, I don't know i think that's funny that is so funny that's yeah. awesome <laughs> yeah. thank you so much goldie thank you that's what we have in this episode of the podcast we invite different people from different positions at word and they lead the different programs their different perspective of word and auto program we hope this episode can let you to get to know more about the word and auto program for the Whitman Wire podcast, I'm Casey Moulton. Headlines, the week of October 21st. 
From the Wire in News. Hurricane Ian made landfall in western Cuba on September 26th and landed on the coast of Florida two days later. NASA Penick reports on how the storm impacted the families of Whitman students, as well as some of the long-term impacts a storm like Ian has. Blue Mountain Humane Society held its annual furball event at the Walla Walla Fairgrounds on October 15th, reports Sebastian Squire. The event helps to fund the Humane Society's rescue operations, a need that has fluctuated throughout the pandemic. The cost of living in Walla Walla has skyrocketed over the past decade, and rising prices may be impacting potential faculty looking to Whitman as a career opportunity. Ben Kearney writes that the Whitman College American Association of University Professors has been actively engaged in conversations regarding faculty housing, including calling for a new benefits program. This week's feature delves into ghost encounters of the witty kind. Keithley Penny Brown investigates some of Whitman's ghost stories, from the hallways of North to Prentice bathrooms. Although spooky in the moment, ghost stories also serve as a tool to ponder big questions and as a means to start conversation. In Campus Life For some students, questions abound when it comes to understanding Greek life on campus, writes Charlie Hunter. Each chapter holds a position within a national organization, but the scope of that relationship looks different for each chapter. Conversation between Greek chapters in the college remains an essential part of keeping the campus population informed and educated. A community potluck was held on October 10th in celebration of Indigenous Peoples Day, reports editor Charlotte Elliott. Event coordinators saw the potluck as a way to bring other campus clubs together for a celebration of Indigenous culture. Opinion columnist Natalie Comerford knows that her favorite singer is problematic and doesn't care. She argues that it's possible to separate an artist's problematic actions from the value of their art. Critique of a figure doesn't necessarily mean removing their complete discography from your library. For these complete stories and more from this week's issue of The Whitman Wire, check out our website, whitmanwire.com. Thanks for listening. This podcast is a product of the Whitman Wire newspaper, publishing Whitman News since 1896. This episode's theme song is Take It Easy by the Wind Up Birds. We'll see you next time.